0: RDTDaily.com presents a Tara with comedian Tara Devlin.
1: All right. Happy New Year. Happy last hours of 2019. I said, what the hell? Do a Tara Buster. Even though well, nobody's going to be here. Who cares? Except Tara Jr. Jr. Come on. Up. Come on. Good boy. He must have heard the theme music. And he wants to come over and say hello. How's everybody doing? I call this night amateur night, so I don't go out on New Year's Eve. I'm not really into it. Whatever. I I prefer just hanging out and ch- touching base with the Terror Buster fo- the crew. Saying hello. Anyway, I don't know how long this is gonna be. Oh my God, Jim, you're amazing jim right off the bat <laughs> he comes into the chat with a with a super chat oh my god that's so funny he's the only one there right now but hopefully more people will will join you and if you're on facebook or any other channels please come over to the youtube channel that's where we're going to be that's where most of our f- friends are so yeah thank you why not right <laughs> Why not, Jim? So, yeah. All right. Here's some more people coming in. Hello, Redeem. Happy New Year. And all right. Yeah, whatever. I was like, let's do a Tower Buster. F it. Right? Um, it never stops. So, regardless of the holiday, I'll, it'll be nice just to sleep in a little late tomorrow. I spent the day... Well, not the day. Not all the day. I spent the last couple of hours trying to fix the phones here on tower buster so we can I thought maybe I'd open the phones whatever I keep threatening to open the phones but I couldn't get it to work uh, and I was getting so mad and frustrated that I was going to just give up and not even do a show I said fuck it but then I thought oh I'm so aggravated the cure for being aggravated is is a tower buster I have to say for me, for you, for all of us, we get together. I definitely feel better after touching base with everybody. Hello, Cheyenne, Jim, Redeem. Thank you for hanging out, and Happy New Year. And 2020, we get, we have a lot of work to do. So I'm glad that we are in this together. All right, Tara Jr., come on, come on. Relax, sit, sit. Please. Yeah, so it's going to be a regular terror buster. I don't know. Do I have any good news stories? No. What's good news? Um it's we're one day closer to the election, but is that good news? I don't want to spend the next election the way I spent the last presidential election in bed for 3 weeks. Wait. All right. What are you doing? I'm just let me just show you what I'm dealing with here. You see? (laughs) It's my little cat, my cat, Tara Jr. Hey, hey, watch that. Watch your your mouth there, buddy. (laughs) Look at him. He's like, I wasn't biting you. I was licking, licking. So he's a good kid. But all right. Yeah, what's the good? The best news stories I have are when hunters get killed by deer. (laughs) I thought, oh yeah, finally a good news story. Uh, But unfortunately, I think the deer got killed. Let me see, because the this the guy shot the deer, and then he went over to check the deer. I guess because he wanted, you know, he was the great, uh, great hunter, and the deer killed him. So that's the best good news story I've heard in a while. Hunter gored and killed by a deer he shot. That was a couple of months ago. That's the good news story that I got for you. Let's see what happened here. Let's see. An Arkansas hunter was killed Tuesday. This is in October. By a deer he assumed was sh- was shot dead. Thomas Alexander, 66, was an experienced hunter who lived... Well, it's all karma. He's uh, all right. It's sometimes the hunted becomes the the hunter becomes the hunted. He lived in Yell Yellowville, Arkansas for several years. He was hunting Tuesday in a nearby Ozark Mount <laughs> look at this cat. Oh my god. Ozark Mountain using primitive firearm known as a muzzle loader, according to Stevens. Oh well, he gets the the thrill of murdering some defenseless animal using a different weapon. Okay, what what is so thrilling about that? I don't understand. I will never understand why anybody wants to spend their recreational time hunting, murdering animals for no good reason, for, just for sport. I can understand if you have to eat them, if that's your thing. But I don't know, man. Go build a habitat for humanity. Let's say uh do something decent with your limited lifespan going and hunting a, an animal for for no good reason just for the pure thrill of watching the life go out of their eyes I don't know that sounds that's fun that's a, something fun to do if we we that's a telltale sign of a sociopath of a psychopath if children harm animals we 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 worry, we take them to get help before they start inflicting their sickness on humanity. But I guess, I don't know, what do I know? What do I know? Yes, that's the other thing. How can Trump be tied for the most admired man? Jim, I'm looking on the chat, but I wanted to talk about that too. And when I saw that, I thought, I got to get the hell out of here. Look at this cat over here. (laughs) I I can't deal with it. Look, I can't move my hand. It's like my hand is an object. Just a pet. That's it. My hand can do nothing but pet. Pet, 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 pet. I'm sorry. We have a terror buster going on here, Junior. So, yeah, most admired man. That's when I was like, we're doomed. How is Twitler the most admired man next to Obama? I I, I don't understand it. Was it just because they? What was it last year that Obama was the most admired man, or something like that? Obama most admired. Let me look this up. And then I guess maybe the 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 uh, the straight white straight acting white assholes decided, oh, they needed to see some liberal tears. They couldn't let that happen again, or something. I don't know. Barack Obama and Donald Trump are tied this year as the most admired man. It is Obama's 12th time in the top spot versus the first for Trump. Michelle Obama is the most admired woman for the second year in a row. Each year since 1948, Gallup has asked Americans to name in an open-ended fashion which man and woman living anywhere in the world they admire most. This year's results are based on a December 12th to 15th Poll. Nobody asked me. I don't understand. Obama's choice for the most admired man this year is sharply divided along party lines. Forty-one percent of Democrats name Obama, while forty-five percent of Republicans choose Trump. So admired—that's why we're doomed. You understand, guys? As as sad as it is, we have to share the same air with these assholes that they admire. A con man. They admire a grifter. He's a he's a tax cheating, draft dodging grifter who received fewer votes. He's a con man with a vitamin scheme and a fake university and a fake charity that he was forced to pay restitution for. That grifted veterans. That's the most admired man. For Republicans, 45% of Republicans? You admire that? You admire a con man who dodges taxes, who dodges the draft, who grabs pussies like he thinks he owns them, and he receives fewer votes. He admires dictators. He's destroying this country. He puts morons in positions of power. He is undermining everything that the country was built upon, that everyone who ever bled and died for this country sacrificed for. And you admire that, Republicans. That's why we're in big effing trouble. And this is why Republicans have to grift and con and gerrymander and kick people off the voting rolls because they cannot win legitimately. Because they are unfit. See, they don't want to win legitimately. It's not about having a functioning democracy for them. They want to destroy democracy. And every day that we have a show, every Saturday when we get together for a regular spot, and every time that we do a weekday special or whatever, this is the theme, the, the underlying theme of the show is that Republicans are unfit. Republicans hate democracy, and we prove it every week. Right, Junior? God bless him. God bless Tara Junior Junior for not having to deal with this shit. All he's got to think about is food. They are... They are the enemies that the founders warned us about. That they put, they enshrined in our founding documents the when we took an oath to the country, that we took an oath to defend the Constitution from all enemies, foreign and domestic. They're the domestic enemies the founders warned us about. There is no doubt. They show it every day. And that's what you admire. That's why. We have to be very careful, and that's why republic, I mean, uh, a republic in general is an extremely tenuous thing because you're dealing with a lot of human beings. All right, Junior, enough with this. Get down. <laughs> Get down. Get down. Get down. <laughs> He's too much over here. Playing, hitting things, biting things, enough. It's like, it's like he was sent by a Republican to sabotage the show. No, I'm only kidding. I love him. I love him. What are we going to do? But, you know, what are we going to do when we have a real show? We we just have to get some cats in there, I guess. It won't be, it won't feel normal not to have them. But, yeah. Ad, the most admired man. That's what's dist- distressing. How do you have a functioning democracy when you have people who don't... They admire. They admire the destroyers of democracy. That's a problem, people. That is a problem. This is why a democracy is a very tenuous thing. Okay, to be technical, a constitutionally limited democratic republic. Okay. Just to get technical, but... It's a tenuous thing that, that hangs by a thread, and that's why it was called the grand experiment. The grand experiment in liberal democracy. A republic, if we can keep it, as Nancy Pelosi loves to repeat over and over. If we can keep it. How can you keep it when you have con men and grifters and, who are inflicting their authoritarian dictator envy on the government that the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us, they hate government. But that's what they say. they tell us right out, right out in the open. They say they hate government, and when they say what they mean, when they say that they hate government, is they mean they hate democracy. They hate America. Of course they do. You see how Trump gets triggered. And all of his flying monkeys fly around to his defense. He gets triggered by the mechanisms of democracy. He doesn't like when the laws and the Constitution interfere with his authoritarian dictator envy. He hates that. That's why he praises Kim Jong-un. What a smart cookie. How do you call a fucking little pudgy pissant to tin pot dictator, a smart cookie. Really? That, that says it all. And then you have 45% of Republicans saying they admire that. They admire a scumbag as any mothers, all your mothers said, my mother, your mother, we all, they said, you want to know somebody look at their friends. Look at who they hang out with. That says it, that says it all. Know them by who they admire. Who, you know, when I was younger, I didn't know I because I was a drug addict, all my all the people I admired were drug addicts. I loved uh I loved all the uh, you know, rock stars who died of drug overdoses because I was a fucked up kid. I didn't know any better. So, you know, who do they admire? Kim Jong Un, Erdogan, Putin. They love Putin. They really love him. And and the we we we. It's not just it's not just Twitter, It's all of the Republicans. That's why they don't give a shit that that Putin is infesting our public media. I mean, our public uh, you know discourse on social media, because they they like it. It's all about a means to an end the end the end of it is the end of democracy they're not fit to function in a democracy because they it's all about their team winning they don't care if they have uh, a monarchy obviously they're the one, they say oh they just trigger they trigger the the libs when they when they release that video of trump having saying uh, oh um what was it all of the assholes in the Trump family tree, uh, all through the future, being the president. You know, Ivanka, Don Jr., Barron, 2050, or whatever the fuck it was. It's like, they oh, they did that to trigger the lips? No, honey, they did it because it's it, that's their aspiration. They're not triggering us. They are showing us who they are. If, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. They're showing us that they hate America. Of course they do. What is America, but her government? So if you're up there saying, "Hey, we want we want this one family to be to rule us," f- into a- a- as far as the eye can see, that sounds like a hell of a lot like a fucking monarchy. You assholes, just like the founders. Rebelled against, you scumbags. They are unfit to function. I have been saying it for years. You have to have a certain level of maturity, a level of, you know, of emotional stability. That's why public education is really important to having a functioning, functioning democracy. You have to have standards. You have to have a, a, a shared story. About what we're doing here. What is the purpose of a country? Why do we form governments? What What's the point of civilization? What are we doing? You have to teach this. You have to teach children that the republics are that are very tenuous, and this is how you this is how you protect it. You don't. You you have to be hyper vigilant against scumbags like Twitter and his enablers and i'm talking about all of them including your your neighbor your mama your uncle your fucking idiot uh cousin who who's who you're gonna see tonight at your new year's eve celebration all of them they are all part of the problem they admire a con man and i hope we have this courage as a as a people i know it's hard but when when we are confronted with these idiots praising to the hilt the the moron and the anti-American assholes in the Republican Party, that we have the courage to stand up and say, "This he is a danger to democracy. He's destroying America." And I don't know what we would say. You're I mean he's part of the problem. He hates America. What are you talking about? He not only I mean you could say. Basically, he received fewer votes. But what is this authoritarian dictator envy? What is this funneling more money into the arms of people who will never spend it in a hundred thousand lifetimes? That was the last thing we needed in a in a country that was already the least upwardly mobile. So we, that's what we needed. We needed to have more more money funneled into the uh, into the income disparity. So to balloon this debt that they supposedly cared so much about, until it became, you know, it was a matter of funneling more money into their, into the arms of their buddies, because it was always about destroying democracy. And how, and part of destroying democracy is is telling the people that they don't have any say in the matter of what 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 goes on in government. What. Government that government can do anything for them. That's why they need to dis. They first of all they attack government. They hate it, but they have to create a feeling in the people that government is not there to to do anything for you. It can't do anything for you. It's it's broken. It's the don't expect anything, any services. You see, it's all better if somebody owns it. The pro- the profit motive is there the highest value to them which is bullshit not everything is uh has to do with profit especially something like a public education system you shouldn't be concerned about profit a health system that should have nothing to do with profit functioning mail system that has nothing to do with profit it has we should be able to con- connect the entire civilization, you could put a stamp on an envelope and send it across the country in two days. That's pretty goddamn good for government. But the government, the, for, for example, with the post office, the Republicans hate the post office on top of the fact that it's a the largest unionized workforce, but it also fosters a community spirit that Republicans hate. They, the post office delivers the mail to a to a, a Native American tribe that is, that lives down in the bottom of the Grand Canyon. That's not a profitable route for the private uh, companies like FedEx and UPS. So they don't. So when they get if somebody sends a package down there, they give it to the United States Postal Service to take it down there. They, get, they take it down there on mule trains because we are supposed to be a civilized country where you're, we're connected. They don't see the value in that. What's the value? If those uh, Native Americans who live down in, they shouldn't live in the friggin' pit of the Grand Canyon. Right? That's freedom for you. I just hate them because why would i hate I don't hate them indiscriminately? It's like I would hate anything that's destroying me anything that makes me breathe filthy air or live in a or or potentially drink dirty water anything that destroys the civilization that was entrusted to us i hate I hate that. Call me crazy anything i mean think about what they've done to the to the porks, I mean the pork industry. I don't even like calling it pork because it's just another way that we dis- disassociate from f- the food that we eat. But we went over that before. What they're doing—that's not. I hope you guys haven't been eating any of those pigs because at ninety-two percent of the of the food supply, they're getting to the beef now. Uh, but ninety-two percent of it is now infested with. Toenails and sex organs, feces. In fact, seven ve- vegan groups are now suing the USDA. That's our last line of defense. But, you know, that's why the filthy fascists are are stuffing the courts. That's how it, go- that's how it dies. This is how a republic dies. We're in the last days. We truly are. I hate to be an alarmist, but it's the goddamn truth. Oh, God. Yes, so this week, seven animal rights organizations filed a lawsuit against the U.S. Department of Agriculture, challenging its decision to reduce oversight at pig slaughterhouses and remove limits on speed at which the animals are slaughtered. The lawsuit was filed on the behalf of the Farm Sanctuary, which is a great organization that I support, Animal Equality, Animal Legal Defense Fund, the Center for Biological Diversity, Compassion Over Killing, Mercy for Animals, and North Carolina Farmed Animal Save. The groups are being represented by Lewis and Clark's Law School, New Animal Law Litigation Clinic. The only law school clinic in the world dedicated to farmed animal advocacy, which is great, along along with the Center for Biological Diversity and Earthrise Law Center, blah, 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 and Lewis and Clark Law School. The lawsuit challenges the USDA's action under the uh, Administrative Procedure Act, Federal Meat Inspection Act, Humane Methods and Slaughter Act. I mean, who cares all these acts? That just gets in the way of money. You you make more money if you allow feces and and sex organs and toenails uh, into the food supply. When you reduce the amount of inspectors on the line from seven to zero, that's that's what they did. And you call up, hey, how's those uh, any pig um any pig penises in the in this batch? No, no, don't worry about it, chief. We got it. What's a, what's some pig scrotum? What does it matter? And and quickly, murder, murder quicker. Got to kill them quicker. It's disgusting. Anyway, <clears throat> in the meantime, it's still going on. The lawsuit challenges the USDA's decision to remove and, re-lo- and relocate federal inspectors in slaughterhouses the federal law requires agency inspectors to ensure that animals at slaughterhouses are not subjected to cruel handling, and sick animals don't enter the food system. These sensitive, intelligent animals are already largely overlooked by the law, and now the USDA has effectively written out the what little protections Congress in- extended to them. How disgusting. What, I, and that's not even about them. That is all about us. Who are we as human beings? It's, it's filthy and gross on, on every level, including a soul killer. That's what, it, that's what Republicans do, though. That's what they do to us. Name something, please, somebody, anybody out there. Give me something positive that a Republican has done. Please. I would love to talk about it. I will. I'll give them a. I'll give him a fair shake. It's disgusting. They. I, I. can't think of one. What have they done to improve life on the planet? Does anybody have anything? They. As far as I have seen, and any time I look, anything, whatever they touch, they destroy, including planet Earth. And they're not even they're not even uh, in power legitimately. That's the other thing that's sickening. They not only they receive fewer votes. Of course, they can't win legitimately because their ideas suck and nobody wants them. They have to pretend to care, like the crying asshole Lawrence Van Dyke, the judge, another judge. You know, maybe the the veg uh, the vegetarian organizations who are fighting for the humane treatment of animals and human beings, that when they get to, to take their lawsuit to court, it'll get in front of Lawrence Van Dyke, the crying little racist asshole who let let the waterworks out. You think he'll be crying about a pig? It's the suffering of animals in, in the slaughterhouse? I, I doubt it. But this is how... A democracy dies when they they stuff the courts. That's part of it. That's why these filthy fascists are all cheering. Hey, they don't give a shit what what Twitler does. Wipe your ass with the Constitution. Be a, a disgusting disgrace. Go suck Putin's ass in Macy's window. We don't care. As long as you could stuff your unqualified judges into positions of lifetime authority over us, and they can nullify any, any chance of democracy truly breaking out. That's what they, they, they don't give a shit. Like these organizations, like these evangelical organizations, you think they're really about democracy? In no way, shape, or form. They are the antithesis of democracy. They want hierarchy with a with a big giant white man at the top. And God brought us Twitler. This is what they believe. Oh, he's a he's a flawed man. God works in mysterious ways. The giant man on the cloud works in mysterious ways. He often uses flawed human beings to carry out his benevolent fucking plan. I don't know how that plan um, includes the the murder, the quick murder of of animals, so that they that the suffering of uh, of animals, so that you that the human beings consuming them are eating their scrotums and toenails. I don't know how that. I guess that's one of those mysterious things that God uh, that they all talk about. <sighs> Mamma mia! I hate them all. I do. What can I say? I should be more evolved. I'm not. That's why I work on myself, but, you know. I understand why people want to tune out. But this is what happens when you do. You can't. You just can't. Otherwise, could you imagine? This is what happens when we're watching. What do they do in the dark, these filthy fascists? I guess it will just go faster. Thank you, Deborah. I'm looking at the chat now. Thank you so much for your super chat. Jim and Deborah, Happy New Year. I see you, Sin City. Thank you, Sin City. I got your letter and your donation. Thank you very much. You guys, Haiku. Yes, hello, Haiku. I got your email, Haiku, about AOC. And George, or Jorge, I'm sorry, I'm not sure how you would pronounce it, Jorge. Some people I know, they say George, some say Jorge, I'm not sure, I apologize. However you say it, welcome, and thank you for your support. And Robin, thank you, looking at the chat, Jim, Robin, if I missed anybody, forgive me. But I did get your email about AOC. So Haiku sent me an email saying I should get AOC on the show. I should ask her. I did ask her. And I will ask again. You should ask her too. But they uh, turned me down. They said that um, AOC's time is very limited. So she has to choose who uh, who to go, whatever show to go on or whatever. Very carefully. But I, I won't give up. I'm her fucking constituent. That's the other thing that pissed me off. I said, I'll go to her. I'll take a video camera Will for as long or as short as it needs to be. Maybe I should just go to one of the town halls and just get her there. See what happens. But, yeah, she, she blew up immediately. Maybe if she was not uh, America's hope right now or something. But yeah, she's a, I mean, it was great to be able to vote for her, but yeah, she's, they turned me down. The media people wrote me back, but oh, I said, I will ask again. And what else? Oh yeah. You know, another time I was in this post office over here online and someone was there with a, with a package and it had actually, well it had her address on it he, he was obviously one of one of her workers and she was mailing a package but it had her real address on it <laughs> and uh, I didn't take a picture of it or anything I thought maybe I should I don't know where she actually lives thinking, but then that's, that's not right nobody wants it to be that would be kind of weird right but yeah she lives in this neighborhood or maybe not anymore. I don't know where the hell she lives. But she's. But I did ask her, the son of a bitch. That would be great. Maybe I, I should actually, like we're saying on the chat, go to uh, one of the town halls and take a camera and just take it from there. I'll see what happens. As Twitler would say. I can't even say that. You see what I'm saying? I hate that. I can't even say we'll see what happens. Ugh and i have to think of that asshole yeah but that's your that's your republicans for you making you eat pig toenails and and penises and and not even that it's bad enough but and the pain and suffering increasing the suffering of poor animals that are in our control that that are giving their very lives for human sustenance they don't even they don't give a shit to treat them with a an iota of respect to have their their poor short lives, not a complete horror show from start to finish, give a little a little less suffering they wouldn't they wouldn't pull a hair for for someone for a creature that was crying out to not to be treated with dignity for Christ's sakes. But that's your that's your republican for for you i mean really it's the, the if when you're if you're an animal and you don't you don't have a voice, what chance do you have against Republicans? They don't give a shit about human beings that ha- have voices and can write letters and and show up at your at your town halls or whatever they don't care about human beings. For real. So what? What is, a, what is an animal that doesn't have a voice? They don't stand a chance with these fuckers. The earth is on the chopping block. We're in big trouble. This entire country is—it's not just—the oh, the, the earth is on fire. The climate change is real— and we have an entire party and all the only political party on the face of the earth that denies the legitimacy of climate change while we have the evidence all around us that's how much republicans are abhorrent they are i mean what if we make it if this species makes it for another 100 200 probably right let's say a thousand years, what do you think they're going to say about Republicans in the future? Uh, they'll sure, surely be anthropologists and archaeologists, whatever. Look, Historians looking back at this time, what do you think they're going to say about Republicans? They are going to vilify them even worse than the normal majority does now. They're going to be, it's uh, going to be clear. They're, it's like, in the in the light of history they will be eviscerated they will be reviled we know that more even more than the normal majority reviles them now they're disgusting they're not going to it's not going to be in the future like oh wow and then trump got elected despite receiving fewer votes and the good good news world he made america great and also earth yeah you kidding me by what by by sucking ass on um on dictators by causing problems everywhere by by through tweets we're on the verge of effing world war three now with this scumbag i thought that we if i voted for hillary i'd be in constant war everywhere all this is what they were saying we'd be in war all over the globe we we'll, we'll, we'd be in world war 3 what do you think is happening now they, we're being attacked and i of course they hate our guts oh they killed a contractor what the fuck are we doing there how many years how many more years how many how many more lives need to be how much more money how many more things can't we have good things uh, we can't have social security expanded. We can't have universal health care, universal higher education. We got to keep the wars going. Unbelievable. Where's the Trey Gowdy type call for an investigation for this Benghazi, the Trump-Ghazi going on now in Iraq? It's Unbelievable. Yes, so if for those who don't know, I mean, I'm sure you all know we're being uh, the the people of Iraq are they've had enough of a Amer- of the collateral damage, I suppose. When our, another airstrike killed some some people and they they stormed an embassy, yeah, that's we always leave. Uh, how come? Where's all the hearts and minds? I thought we were winning hearts and minds. I I thought. Uh, what's his face? Dick Cheney, whose, whose artificial heart is still beating, unfortunately. I don't know how that happens. It's never Dick Cheney when you hear someone passes away. It's it's never him for some reason. Good people, you hear, passing away all the time. But it's never him. I don't know. He, how many hearts the, is he... The, who Whose heart is he using? He's, he has a fake heart now. I know that. But I thought... Dick Cheney said we were going to be treat, we were going to be greeted like liberators. They would be throwing flowers at our feet. Well, flowers, with I think more like bricks with death, death to America. And Twitler, the poor little Twitler. He's he's tweet, he's very strongly tweeting how he's going to it's not a threat. He's threatening. Yeah, I mean, where, where is it? Where is it? Twitter. let's um, see. I'm looking for Twitter. It doesn't come up when I look for Tri- Twitter. Trump. Cuz I can't call him Trump. That's not his name. His name is Twitter. Get it right, media. You fake newsers, get it right. So now uh, Trump says Iran will be held fully responsible because they want another fucking war. Iran? its I mean, how many times we got to attack the country that didn't attack us? So the, they attacked, Ira- Iraq is attacking us in the embassy, so we got to attack Iran. Let's just keep it going until the end of time. Who is texting me? Why do people text me all the time when I'm on the air? This is my friend texting me. Did I see the Judy movie? Right now you want me to answer? Yes, I did. It's good. I liked it. I liked it, it. It. Let's see. Trump says Iran will be held fully responsible for the attack on the U.S. embassy in Iraq. This fucking idiot couldn't find Iraq on a map if if his grabbing somebody's pussy depended upon it. Iran is orchestrating an attack on the U.S. Embassy in Iraq. They will be held fully responsible. President Trump. Ugh, I don't know why they write it like that. It's Twitter. Get it right. Wrote on Twitter. His tweet came after dozens of angry Iraqi Shiite militia supporters stormed the U.S. Embassy compound in Baghdad, shouting, Down, down, USA. The Iraqi protests followed deadly U.S. airstrikes that killed 25 fighters in the Iran-backed militia in Iraq, carried out in retaliation for the killing of an American contractor. Yeah, it never stops. President Trump on Tuesday blamed Iran for planning an attack on the U.S. embassy in Iraq and promised to hold Tehran fully responsible. Great! Remember, if we voted for Hillary, we were going to be in World War III. Well, here we are. How funny. I voted for I voted for Hillary and we're going to be in World War 3. See? I guess he was right. Iran killed an American contractor, wounding many. I mean, it's it doesn't matter what happens, they will blame Iran. They need an an excuse to go into another war. They have been itching for a war in Iran forever. And I mean, we wouldn't even be here if Twitter Kept the Iran nuclear deal in place. He is instigating a war, because it's it's nothing but we're just nothing but playthings to Republicans. It's not them. It's uh, Twitler's uh, filthy sons won't be going. I I what's his fucking face? Ivanka asshole. She won't be going. That's not in her portfolio. Sacrifice and. And uh, dedicating your life to service, that's not in her portfolio. Wearing the uniform of this country, that's not in her portfolio. She, she all, The only things in her portfolio are patents. Bullshit patents and trademarks in China and sweatshops. Making shitty shoes that somebody else designed and other people do a lot better. That's how that's how amazing. That's why he's the most admired man, don't you see? Most admired. Won't you admire somebody like that who's just a big giant coward who doesn't give a shit, a sociopath, a narcissist, a fucking moron. He's even worse than a moron. You see because he he always brags about his education. He went to the best schools that money could buy. Yeah. Because your daddy bought you into whatever. And it, in spite of having the everything handed to him, having an education that money could buy, he's still a fucking moron. So that's even worse than a moron. He's an ignorant moron, willfully ignorant moron. He, probably, he saw a movie. He doesn't know what, about Iraq. That's as much as he knows. Or whatever they tell him on Fox News. That's in his morning briefing. In addition, we expect Iraq to use its forces to protect the embassy. And so notified, he added. Fuck you. So notified. Go kiss Putin's ass. Please. And get out of the White House. Later Tuesday, Trump amplifi- amplified his harsh words for Iran. This is not a warning. This is a threat. Oh, can't you feel it? I feel so, he's so powerful. Happy New Year. Oh my God! Someone make it stop. If, if anybody in Ireland is listening and wants to adopt a middle-aged lesbian, please send me an email. <sighs> this fucking d- douchebag wouldn't put on the uniform of the country when he had a chance. Now he's like, "This is a threat." Oh, don't you feel the uh, you feel the power of his Mario Kart smaller than average penis uh, that we're all paying for? Happy New Year! Now, Amer- um, the Republicans are like, "Wow, I'm so admiring this." This is so admirable when a sociopath, coward, narcissist who received fewer votes has us on the precipice of, of fucking World War III. I am so impressed. He is the most admired. I'm admiring that from my meth-soaked hovel in, in Kentucky. I don't, I don't know. Succeed. Why don't you see, do us a favor, please? Get together, guys, and secede. All of you. You want to admire him? Go right ahead. Circle jerk admire. But get out of our decent civilization that you are destroying. You suck. Republicans destroy everything they touch. And here's exhibit A to fucking Z. Every Every day we get more exhibits. What have they ever done? They don't even try. They think it's Strong, you see, not to try to give a shit about anybody else. They don't even try. They're not even trying to appear to be better human beings. They just, oh, I'm strong. You better watch out. We have a lot of missiles here. We're going to hit you. Like, what did uh, FDR said? One of my favorite FDR quotes... Better the occasional fault of a government that lives in a spirit of charity than the consistent omissions of a government frozen in the ice of its own indifference. What? That's over the heads of Republicans. Meaning, try. And if it doesn't work, you try something different. That's why, the. I mean, honestly, this country we're in big, big trouble because the fucking Republicans stand in the way of progress. Oh, you can't do that. They look around the world. they I just saw something the other day. I wish I had grabbed it. One of these filthy Republicans saying how the American healthcare system is the greatest in the world. They're on that kick again because they know that America's sick of it. The sick, literally and figuratively, of this for-profit health insurance racket, standing in our doctor's office denying care, and they're on—we're on the precipice of of joining the rest of the world. But oh, we have the—you gotta gotta put that in the in the minds of the morons. But yeah, we got the best, best insurance in the world, best health care, best. Not that it matters. I, when you're, yeah, it's really great when you're rationing your diabetes medicine and dying in your car on the way to your third uniquely American low paying job with no benefits and no security, which happened. Unbelievable. Fuckers. Yeah. Oh, but Republicans, I, it's really true. Ask. I just saw, what did I just see on the, on the, Mark C on the chat. Next time you're with a Republican, Ask them what tangible policy they have advanced that has helped the majority, not just the 1% shareholders of Americans. Just one. Just one. Just ask them. Are there any? I've been asking forever. They can, they don't come up with one. I remember my brother-in-law, who's my, ex, who, my ex-brother-in-law now, because he's a fucking Republican. And I knew it. I mean, he cheated on my sister. That's what happened. I was like, of course he did. He's a selfish prick. So... What's a fucking vow? I mean, to a Republican, yeah. When they're they themselves and and them, that's that. That's it. They're they're they can't see past their own eyelashes unless they're looking in the mirror. Anyway, whatever. My, I mean, I'm sure everybody has. Many people have problems. It's not just Republicans in relationships. Look, look at me. So, anyway, the point is, he's a prick. We know that and and i would argue with him a lot because he's a fucking douchebag and when my sister was still married to him and i would say i said to him once what name one policy that republicans ever ever did for the for the united states what what have they done name one good thing that republicans have done and he said um the Emancipation Proclamation. I was like, you had to go to fucking 1865 for that? You had to go all the way back, over 100 years, and of course, you, that's what they do. Oh, Republicans. The Republicans freed the slaves back when the Republican Party was the progressive party, okay? Because it's not really about Republicans and Democrats. It's about progressives. It's about normal people and conservatives all right sit down junior so yeah oh they freed the slaves at when the republican party was founded as a progressive antidote to the entrenched democratic party of its day yes i know right even junior knows that right junior Listen. <laughs> He's a good boy. All right. Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> He's very talkative tonight. But yeah. So he had to go back to eighteen sixty five. And that that's the only thing. When I get sometimes I'll get emails from whatever, from assholes, from conservatives, and they'll they'll say that Oh, the Democrats. Are racists? You see, yeah, because Lincoln freed the slaves, and the Democrats were the KKK. And I'm like, yeah, asshole. But you know, times change, things change. The Democrats are not the racist assholes now. You are. And if you have to go back to 18 fucking 65 to come up with a policy, then good luck, booby. And they don't seem to see. It doesn't matter what. You, it's like. What does it matter what something is called, right? Doesn't it matter what's in it? What's in it? So I, would, I often say they would eat, uh, you know, shit, if if Trump told them it was um, it was a steak or something. You know what I mean? Oh, it doesn't matter. Don't look at the ingredients. Don't look at what it is. Just what it's called. So, yeah, and so and then they go on about the other thing is they say that. Oh, the Democrats are racist. This is another thing that they say, because they offer black people and brown people all kinds of all kinds of welfare handouts. So they these people will vote for the for the Democrats. And even that argument in in itself is racist, and they don't even realize it. So when they argue like that, they're revealing who the fuck they they are. That is a racist ass trope. So you're saying that the that black people and brown people whatever the fuck people who aren't white vote for primarily for Democrats because the Democrats are giving them free stuff. So what you're telling us, what you're really saying, the underlying theme of that is that that people who aren't white are waiting for their handouts. They're inherently lazy, you see. And if, if it weren't for Republicans who wouldn't give them a, the, the, a goddamn time a day, much less a social safety net, then they would never know the dignity of work. You see what I'm saying? It's they all, all they want to do, ultimately, is lounge around in the social safety net hammock and which sucks by the way and we have one of the worst social safety nets in in the industrialized world but that the point is what they are saying that people who aren't white are inherently lazy not to mention the fact okay which is also what what do they know about fucking facts that as a, a as a percentage more white people are on public assistance than black people as a percentage but that don't, don't don't bother them not that it's not even about population it's about percentage so don't bother them with the fucking pa- facts man it doesn't matter they're, they they see what they want to see and if they're on public assistance that's because they earned it you see what i'm saying it's for, they they earned it but all people meaning brown people they're taking advantage that's the old, That's their reasoning. Not them. They, they deserve it. It's there for them. Not them. Not others. So they're full of shit. And they're racist. And they don't even realize. They're so racist, they don't understand how racist they are. They don't even get how racist they are. By saying that, oh yes, we need to teach people the dignity of work. That's fucking racist. You know what I mean? That's racist. Because people want to work. And uh, uh, sometimes you fall through the cracks. Uh, things happen, life happens. And you in a functioning civilization, we should really have to work hard to to be poor. That's for sure. Cuz right the way it is, there nobody works harder than the poor. You know how hard it is to be fucking poor in this country? You're not lounging around you're working your ass off. People are working two, three jobs. They're saying, oh, unemployment's so low. Then how come one-third of the American people can't retire? How come most, the majority of me- Americans are living paycheck to paycheck? That's not a functioning democracy. So they're just racist, and they like it that way because they want to keep us divided. Ultimately, it is about destroying democracy, and you can't have... You can't have a Twitler. You can't have somebody like an authoritarian, dictatoring, envying asshole like Twitler slipping into the cracks of division when you have a functioning and economically vibrant middle class that is unified, that understands that we're in this together. That's why Republicans hate unions, because it's but they even argued back in the day who is that guy? Van, I can't remember his name. One of the guy one of the early um right to work assholes I'm talking like early in the in the 19th century let me see I mean 20th century what are we in? Yeah, we're in the what are we? I'm now confused now. I always get confused, like, if the 19th century, the 18th century is like the 1900s. You know what I mean? I always get confused. Um, but anyway, the one of these, I think his name was, no, 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 not him. It's not Van Miller. Van Muse, I think his name is. Vance Muse, that's right. Now, you see, I remembered something. The yes, this guy Vance Muse back in the day when unions, because one of the things that built this democracy, when we had that little period of time called the Great Prosperity, was unions. Not like the the Republicans. That's why they love they love Uber. They love the gig economy now because this is all a a threat to unions and but when unions when the labor movement was really picking up speed vance muse that he was one of these uh right to work scumbags who went around like fucking with different communities making sure that they that they didn't want to vote for unions and Partly, he used anti-Semitism, of course, and racism, saying to white workers, "You don't want to call some N-word your brother, do you?" That's how they. That's what Republicans do. You conservatives do. They tickle racist funny bones. Why would you want to? You don't want to be uh, like that N-word. Why would you call an N-word your brother? Why? Because. We're all Americans. We're all workers. We have more in common with each other than we would ever have with that filthy fascist twitler squatting in the White House and his stupid, useless band of of crime family sycophants flying around the globe like a plague. Yes, so Vance Muse, Anti-Semitism and the Maintenance of Jim Crow in Labor Relations. This is from Labor and Working Class History. By Michael Pierce, Kentucky, as Kentucky legislatures, legislators, sorry, pass a measure outlawing the union shop, and M- Missouri's General Assembly contemplates doing the same. It is worth remembering that the so-called right-to-work laws originated as a means to maintain Jim Crow labor relations and to beat back what was seen as a Jewish cabal. To foment a revolution, of course, that was the other thing. Whenever workers get together and they demand a piece of the pie, they talk of they they always push back with anti-Semitism. It's uh, they're Bolsheviks, they're communists. It's all this Jewish uh, the, the, it's a Jewish takeover. So and it, that's what they do, and that's how you know you're on the right track, though. The this these are the telltale signs of you're doing the right thing when these demons arise to fight you. Because if you're going along doing nothing, then not, what the demons they got nothing to do. They're out there, you know, they're they're at Studio 54, they're trying to grab pussies or something. But when you'd really try to make change, that's when the demons arise. And that's why they're all over. That Now, forget about it, with, uh, with Medicare for All, the filthy fascists and the health insurance companies are out there advocating, they, they're spreading out money, they're, they're fanning out with their disinformation because they feel the change is coming. And if they can beat it back again, when? how long is it going to be? How many generations... Have to die or suffer. or die. I mean, not everybody dies. Of course, we we all every everybody's living. You know, um, you never know what will change. One day, tomorrow, I could have a bad health diagnosis. It, that's the nature of health. But you know what I'm saying? How many people didn't have to die in this country because of this filthy, disgusting health insurance racket? I I, I wonder all the pain that that insurance racket has inflicted on this country the the needless death the anxiety the stress when in your last days of life you got to be on the phone with a fucking insurance rep fighting about your care you scumbags disgusting but anyway Let's see. No one was more important in placing right to work on the conservatives' political agenda than Vance Muse and the Christian American Association. Of course, right? So-called Christian. What, What are they doing? Christians? What are they doing? Blocking labor law? Right to work. Right to work for less. As we know, right to work, every right to work state has a lower... What is it? Right to work effect. What is it? I don't want to say something that's not true. Oh, I, I think it has like lower pay scale or lower. Yes, that's what it is. It really is. Right to work for less. Yes. This is in the Washington Post. Right to work really means right to work for less. Why businesses have spent 70-plus years crusading for right-to-work laws. So, let's see. So-called right-to-work laws have always been sold as all-American protections of individual freedoms, but they are, in fact, dangerous, confusing restrictions on Americans' basic rights on the job. These statutes empower employers by undermining workers' rights to organize and rolling back gains. Better wages, working conditions, and hours that, that unions fought to secure. Franklin Roosevelt signed the National Labor Relations Act, commonly known as the Wagner Act, in 1935, to reorganize employees' rights to organize. If a majority of eligible employees joined a union, that local would have federal recognition, something that greatly aided members' ability to collectively bargain for fair contracts with managers, this legislation democratized fact- factories, inspired industrial workers to overwhelmingly support the president's 1936 reelection bid, and gave two generations of working-class Americans middle-class lifestyles and the free time to actively participate in civil society, particularly through their unions. Biz- business groups, which have long supported management's rights to rule on the job and, and in politics, immediately set to work, trying to dismantle the Wagner Act. Initially, some employers ignored or challenged the entire law. After the Supreme Court upheld the legislation in 1937, small businesses, owners, and top executives across the country t- tried to undermine it through state labor peace or employment peace act p-e-a-c-e which limited labor rights and restricted union shop clauses which require all eligible employees to join the local in the name of tranquility and prosperity by 1944 businesses of all sizes hit on a new solution in their fight against the wagner act pushing the The first, right-to-work referendums in Florida, Arkansas, and California. Right-to-work laws undermine unions by outlawing, seemingly obscure, often confusing contract clauses governing union negotiations. U.S. labor law dictates that non-union members are covered by the contract that members negotiated and are represented by the union during managerial disputes. But union negotiations require time and resources, which necessitates... Dues, union shop rules, ensure everyone who benefits from the union helps pay for it rather than free ride on the contributions from others, which happens without such membership for visos. Right to work laws effectively ban these rules regarding, regarding, regardless, sorry, of what manag- management agrees to and what the majority of the union wants. This is this is what they have done to us, you see. They And now here we are thinking many Americans believe that they have an eight-hour workday because some billionaire felt like trickling it upon them. And that's why unions are so important and Republicans hate them because it's democracy, and they hate democracy ultimately. They want you to be a serf, and a lot of Republicans, they don't have any problem with being a serf as long as their big white daddy is the one lording over them, saving them from the scary, complex world of others who don't know their place, uh, the, uh, allowing them to be racist assholes, as much saying the n word. That's freedom to them. If they could just go back to the good old days when they could say the n word out loud, and no one would give them uh any shit about it, that was their right as an American. These freaks, these filthy freaks. Let's see. So getting back to Vance Muse. let's see. Vance Muse. all right, here we go. Where is it? The idea for right-to-work laws did not originate with Muse. Rather, it came from the Dallas Morning News editorial writer, William Ruggles, who on Labor Day in 1941 called for the passage of the United States Constitutional Amendment prohibiting the closed or union shop. Muse visited Ruggles soon thereafter and secured the writer's blessing for the Christian American Association's campaign to outlaw contracts that require employees to belong to unions. Ruggles even suggested to Muse the name of such of such a legislation should be Right to Work. That's how Republicans are. Conservatives, let's say. That's who that's what they do. They're very good at branding because they don't have anything in reality. You can't come out and say we're a bunch of racist, kiss-up, kick-down we, serfs. We want you to be a fucking serf in this oligarchy, entrenched oligarchy, where you have no rights. They want you to live or die in the same kind of system the founders rebelled against. And here we go. Here's another exhibit Another case in point. They have to, the way they manipulate the names of things, right to work, clean air. When they, all they're doing, they're dirtying your air, you're sucking on pollution, and you're, you have zero rights in your workplace. You're a serf, and, tr- and therefore you shall be treated as such. You don't like it? go but pull yourself up by your bootstraps and marry a billionaire like like melania you maybe take off your clothes and find some sucker some old some old meal wagon yeah maybe he could be too a lot older and that's it if you look good in high heels nude then you're set bubby unbelievable Otherwise if you're a man, I don't know. Find some find some some gay uh billionaire or something. I don't know. Good luck. Better luck go go to church. Better luck next life. Maybe God will trickle some prosperity on you pray. Pray a little harder. Muse had a long what? let me see. Where is it? Muse had long made a lucrative living lobbying through the South on behalf of conservative and corporate interests. Or in other words, as one of his critics said, playing rich industri- industrialists as suckers. Over the course of his career, he fought women's suffrage, worked to defeat the constitutional amendment prohibiting child labor, lobbied for high tariffs, and sought to repeal the eight-hour workday. Isn't he a piece of shit? Of course he's the dream boat for any conservative, even today. They, they use his—they love him. Vance Muse, hello. That's—I'm surprised they don't um, have a day of, uh, for him. They didn't name a couple of post offices after him. <sighs> this is who they are. That's—and don't think that they are, are done. Oh, trying to repeal child labor laws? Are you serious? They are still doing that. They do that. I was talking about this recently. They actually recently try. Who was it? Let me see. Child labor laws. Republicans. They were trying to. They, they, the event, they, every now and then they'll come out and uh, they'll float some new child labor law repeal. Who was it recently? Let me see. I'm just looking it up. And I remember saying this, somebody said to me, This is what happened. This is this is why the media is so important. And I ask you to please become a patron and all that. And thank you for your super chats and everything. It's really true. To we need a liberal media to get this this out there. And I was telling you a friend of mine who is gay and he listens to Mark Levin. Oh, I don't, all right. Not not too woohoo. It drives me insane. But he said that – he said something about – this was in the news or something about the child labor laws. The way that they present it, he was like, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. Why shouldn't they learn? The kids today are – they have no structure or whatever the fuck, whatever stupid excuse. They have – they're all – they're out of control, kids today. Why don't they – get uh some get a job or whatever right and i was like of course i had to set him straight that this is why we have child labor laws but in because the way that they presented it the republicans were like they presented it as a training wage if you were under the age of 16 or whatever it was like age 11 to 16 you get a training wage so my friend thought, oh, that was a brilliant idea. Give him some experience, real-world experience and some, some money. And that's how they fuck the worker because who can compete with a training wage? When, you, when kids are getting paid, why not have a whole a company that gets a training wage? Who, who needs a living wage when you can have a training wage? But so this was, it never stops. This was in January of, of last year. A GOP lawmaker wants to repeal child labor laws in his states. And he, it says he employs hundreds of minors. Under Indiana's child labor laws, this is from, where is this? The Washington Post. From January of last year, of 2019. By Christine Phillips, under Indiana's child labor laws, minors can work for a limited number of hours, 18 hours a week for those ages 14 and 15 and 30 hours a week for 16 and 17 year olds. When they should be in school or whatever, playing sports, doing something productive, like for a child, not working. I don't know. Maybe that's me, but give me a break here. Working more than that and into late night hours requires parental consent. Well, I mean, if your your mom's working three uniquely American low paying jobs, your dad's out driving an Uber, you got to chip in. What's well, a little, you know? I mean, you're young; you don't need a lot of sleep. <sighs> this is unreal. And there should be. See, see, it's insane because what. This country, if it was functioning as it should be, because there's enough for everyone's need, but not for everyone's greed. We don't need to have all these fucking billionaires and concentrated wealth at the top in the hands of a few. We should be earning living wages where we don't need Indiana's child labor laws, or you don't need to be working three uniquely American low-paying jobs or whatever it may be. Maybe you're on you have one job that you hate, but you got to keep it because you can need your health insurance. That's not a functioning civilization. It functions for the top. That's for sure. Not for the not for for, for us. A new bill would scrap these rules. I, oh, well they don't even want any restrictions. Why who needs restrictions? Right? We're already, they already have us eating pig penises. I mean, for those who eat pigs, but well, who needs any restrictions to progress, to business? When some, somebody can make a buck, booby, who cares? If you weren't meant to be a serf, you would have been born into some Twitler kind of family. Th- born on third base, thinking you had a triple. A new bill would scrap these rules, a move that opponents fear would enable bad actors who expose minors to excessively long working hours. Oh well nah They'll just take their word for it. Who needs regulations? Hey, you got any um exploited miners over there? Oh no no, no, don't worry about us, Chief. We're we're above board. We're strictly by the book here at ACME's uh chicken slaughtering pig pig uh sucking plant. The bill's author, Republican. How am I, why am I not surprised? Republican state senator Chip, Chip perfect. Oh no no honey. God does have a sense of humor. Chip perfect. Somebody's They're per, they're blowing up fireworks outside like who like really? Come on. Whoopee. Everyone in town wants to go watch you blow up some firecrackers. It's so irritating to me, frankly. Because it also bothers me because my cats get bothered. They get scared. Like, is that necessary? Firecrackers? It's not even anything pretty. It's just like a noise. It's ridiculous. Anyway, I guess I'm getting older, more crotchety. Republican State Senator Chip Perfect, who owns a ski resort, and he employs hundreds of miners, which has led to questions about his motivations. That's really annoying. Can you hear that? Fucking idiot outside. There's always the same assholes outside with the fucking fireworks. Whether it be the fourth of July or now. Oh, whoopee doo. I'm going to blow some stupid firecrackers on New Year's Eve. Are you serious? No one cares, honey. Nobody cares. It's ridiculous. What Talk about a... What, why don't you just burn your money and go pop, pop, pop. Ridiculous. <laughs> I hate that. It's not even like... what is. So, it's not even a nice, pretty little poof. It's just a stupid noise. That's annoying. All right. And distracting. I'm sure he'll be back. He's. I'm telling you, it's the same guy. Every goddamn whatever, he's got to be out there. Pop, 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 pop. Fucking idiot. Pop, pop. Look at me. Pop, 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 pop. Get a real way to Celebrate. Okay, a new bill, blah, 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 blah. Let's see. Chip Perfect owns a ski resort, and he employs hundreds of miners, which has led to questions about his motivations. What, what do you think? You think that he's in government for altruism? What do you think? He's the one Republican that's got into government because he wanted to make everybody's lives better? Or he wanted to make his life better? And he, liked to, he likes going to those high-class cocktail parties and sucking up and saying, I'm making deals. We're making deals here. I'm making deals for me, me, myself, and I. And if I'm making a deal, we all win, right? If a Republican, the he's the center of the universe, he'll trickle down on us. He trickles some child labor on us. Oh, thank you, my lord. I'm so, I'm so grateful, my lord. Perfect, who owns Perfect North Slope in his, stri- in his district in and southern- in southeastern Indiana, said in a statement that he had requested the Senate Ethics Committee to rule on whether a conflict of interest exists. All members, Republicans and Democrats, found it doesn't. Oh, well, how, how uh, curious, Perfect said, though he didn't explain why. He said he also consulted with the former chairman of the committee when he began thinking about sponsoring the bill. And was told there was no conflict of interest. Um, alright. State Senator Liz Brown, chairwoman of the Ethics Committee, declined to comment, saying ethics hearings are confidential. Whatever. This fucking guy out there. I swear to God. Are you serious with this shit? Pop, 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 pop. Pop, 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 pop. Get the- It's the fucking same guy on the roof. Uh, like a child. Boopie, papa, peepa look at me. I got fucking fireworks from North Carolina. Oh, oh, where are the goddamn cops when you need them? They never come. They're not there. Get on that goddamn roof. Every time something, there was some holiday, some celebration. This idiot's on the fucking roof with his stupid firecrackers. Bah, 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 bah. like go away. My oh, god, talk about stupid and the and like the center of the universe, really like we go have fun. But why do I have to listen to your fireworks? Your stupid firecrackers. Like we all want to we want to have a conversation. We want to hear pop, 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 like, shut up, you child. Christ. Mama mia. Anyway, whatever. I don't know what happened here. What, let me see. Let me just look up. Let's, let's just do a s- quick Google. Senator Chip Perfect in the news and see if something happened. Let's see. No, no, no. Hmm. Hmm. No, no, I don't see anything. Okay, whatever. Anyway, um, I'm looking at the time. 823. Oh god, I bet you these stupid firecrackers are gonna get worse <laughs> before they get better. It's gonna get worse before it gets better out there. Is it raining? I hope so. I'm like getting really curmudgeon-y in my old age. Boop, boop boop Everybody's sending me texts. Happy New Year. Good. Wonderful. I guess I would feel bad if nobody sent me a text, but I want to spend it with the tarabuster family. The the OG tarabusters As Haiku called us in the in his email. I like that name. We are the OG. This is the original group. You guys are the core, the spine, the the, the nervous system. Of the show and when 10 years, five years, whatever, two years from now, when we look back, we're going to be, we're going to say, remember when, remember when the show was just, there was only us. Now there's so many people in here in this chat, right? It's really going to get that. I, I believe that. I see that. Sometimes I get psychic about things. I see it in my head. Yes. Very, very, Yes. You're the, t- the pioneers. It's the truth. And the core group that keeps, that keeps me going, that's for sure. I think of you when I feel down. And I think, what's the point? I say, no, no. You must keep going. We got the OG terror busters. And we're in this together. So it's not, we're not alone. We're together. Anyway, speaking of whatever, OG, one last thing. I'm looking at the time. I was thinking maybe we'll, we'll pull the plug around 9, then we can all, whatever, celebrate the new year. I'm glad that we're together. I don't go out on New Year's Eve, so I really don't like it out there on New Year's Eve. Maybe now and then. I don't really, I don't care. You know what I mean? I just don't. If I want, if I was gonna go out, I would go to a AA meeting or something. You know what I mean? I it's sort of like a, a it is amateur hour, and it doesn't really do anything for me. New Year's Eve, I would never go to Times Square and stand and watch a ball come f- falling down. It doesn't make any sense. I, some people, whatever. That's why everybody's different. And I actually I do enjoy New Year's Day. Because, you know, you get to sleep a little late. I don't know. Tomorrow I'm going to, they have a Buddhist um, gathering in the SGI. I'll go to the 10 a.m. meeting. We'll do a little Buddhist New Year thing. And that's what I'll do. And I'll come home. And what else will I... I I was actually thinking of asking Bob Kincaid, if he's listening, I don't know, to... um, help me with this phone issue. I thought maybe if he's around I can get him. He knows what he's doing, not like me. I I really kind of stumble through the the show. I don't know getting things to work. If if it works I don't touch it and then if something happens sometimes I do updates and then everything gets disconnected. So something happened with the phones. They were working. We had we had we we had Rhonda Handsome call in. She she was on the phone. We it was working. So I don't know what happened. And then I tried to get Poppy last on Sunday. I mean on Saturday and it didn't work. Anyway. Anyway. You guys. I'm very glad you guys are here. Oh, look at that. On on the chat. Yes. Jorge? Is it Jorge? Yes. When I was so. Do you mind if I read this? When I was sobering up, I do New Year's Eve marathon NA meetings. It drove me nuts. Yes. High five, brother. High five. Nice. 29 years. No drugs or alcohol. That's. I got clean in NA on Staten Island. So. Hello, brother. I only started going to AA meetings when I went. I mean, I shouldn't even be saying this, actually. (laughs) This is a violation of the traditions. So, But when I moved to Queens, and it's sort of a lot of crossover. Anyway, there's another story there, but whatever. Anyway, yeah. The other thing I wanted to say was people might not like it. But, um, yeah, you know what pissed me off? Speaking of Republicans that suck, Um, what the hell the other day? What the hell did Joe Biden say? I know people are like, don't fir- circular firing squad. I'm, I almost don't even want to say it. But honestly, this is a big problem. G- I, let me just play this clip of what he said. That is really concerning. And it, where is it? God damn it. Wait a minute. It's almost time. Uh, well, it's not playing. Do, do, deep. Do, do. Here it comes. Here we go. I wonder if Joe Biden would consider choosing a Republican as a running mate.
2: The answer is I would but I can't think of one now. No, 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 no. Look here, what? No, I'm serious. No,
1: no, 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 no. I—he thinks that he's he's being progressive by saying he he would choose a Republican running mate, but he can't think of one now. No, 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 no. No, I'm not saying that I don't like Republicans. That I I'm not a Republican at heart. I mean, ah, no, 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 no.
2: No, here's what I mean. Let me explain that. You know, there's some really Why decent are they laughing? Republicans that are out there still. Wait, re- what? You know, there's some really decent Republicans that are out there still.
1: Name one. Name one. What did we just spend the last hour and a half talking about? Name one. There are some really decent Republicans out there now? Name one. I mean, th- your cousin Joe, your cud- your your uh, your grandmammy, your neighbor's friend's dog. H- what are you talking about? Who? Name one. There are some really decent Republicans out there now. These are the 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 ones who are making the American people eat pig penises. The ones who are denying climate change. Who are attacking? A a child because she's advocating for a livable planet? The ones who are, what, lying, who are uh, attacking uh, uh, children, putting children in cages and don't give a shit because it's not in their portfolio? What are you talking about? This is a problem.
2: Republicans. What what? Mean? Let me explain that. You know, there's some really decent Republicans that are... There
1: are really... Like who? How come you follow it up? Who? Susan Collins who put fucking Kavanaugh on the bench? Who? What? Who? I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna have a heart attack on New Year's Eve.
2: They're still it requires you to have be simpatico with your vice president, not just like them, not just trust them, but make sure they're in the same exact wavelength politically.
1: And you're in the same exact wavelength as a Republican? What are you talking about?
2: I'd pick someone who was simpatico with me, who knew what, I, what my priorities were and knew what I wanted to do, we could disagree on tactics. Oh, my God. But strategically, we'd have to be in the exact this is, same is He's case. a problem.
1: This is a big because problem. the next
2: president has to be able to turn and say, Madam Vice President, get Detroit back in the Madam state. Vice President. Madam Vice President, take care of the Recovery Act. Mr. Vice President, I want you to go out and make sure you're the one that deals with getting 156,000 troops out of Iraq. <sighs> you do it.
1: You what are you talking about? You the same that, Republicans that lied us into a war that we're still in for almost 20 years? What Republicans? The ones who, okay, torture, who violated G- the Geneva Conventions. Those ones you're talking about? The ones who admire the con man who received fewer votes? That one? The ones who, who, who want to drink liberal tears? That's what they think is some kind of effective political strategy? Running a country? They want to drink the tears of half of the country. Those fucking Republicans. These sick-ass little tiny racists. That one? The ones who vote for a con man who came down an escalator saying Mexicans are rapists. And he assumed some were good people, maybe. That, those are the decent Republicans. What are you talking about? Well, this is a big problem. Here's Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden is a Republican. We have a deficit. We have so much Medicare looming. The number meet of the Press with so Tim Russell. Now
0: when he was a senator. People. It's going to be $80 million in 15 years. Would you consider looking at those
2: programs? age of eligibility, absolutely. cost of living, absolutely. put it all on the table? The answer is absolutely. You have to. I mean, you know, it's one of the things that my, you know, the, the political advisors say to me is, whoa, don't touch that third. Look, the American people aren't stupid. It's a real simple proposition. We have to do, well, you and I were talking about Bob Dole earlier. I was one of five people, I was the junior guy, in the meeting with Bob Dole, George Mitchell, when we put Social Security in the right path for 60 years. I'll never forget what Bob Dole said. After we reached an agreement about gradually raising the retirement age, et cetera, he said, "Look, here's the deal. We all put our foot in the boat one at a time." And he me. he stepped like he was what stepping in the boat. Stupid and we all make the following deal: if any one of the challengers running against incumbent Democrat or Republicans attacks us on this point, we'll all stay together. That's the kind of leadership that is needed. That's leadership. Social security is not the hard one to solve. Medicare. That oh, yeah. You got to be
1: willing group. to cut you Medicare You got to put, all it, gotta put it all on you the table. You. That's who Joe Biden is. This is a problem. Yeah. As I said, as Gandhi said to quote Gandhi, there's enough for everyone's need, not for everyone's greed. So you want to put Social Security on the table when it should be expanded. We have enough here to expand Social Security and to expand Medicare for to all including dental and eyes and vision, whatever, eyeballs. Get your eyeballs checked. I don't know. But I don't ever understand that. The reason we don't have vision and dental is, I mean, aren't, they, aren't your teeth in your goddamn body? What about your eyeballs? That's in your goddamn body too, but they don't count because that's an insurance company for you. They did that. They don't consider it. Oh, they don't. They will cut whatever they can. They used to not treat mental health. That they they or addiction. They never because of until a law, until there was a law that said they had to treat mental health and and physical health on the same parity. But they do what they can to not pay claims. So they as if they could take out. Uh, different other parts of your body, oh no, we won't cover heart, we won't cover lungs, we won't cover the we don't cover your colon, we won't cover yeah, you know, they would because they're they're in the business of denying claims they're not in the business of health care, they're in the business of making money for their shareholders, and it should not be a business period this is ridiculous. So Joe Biden. Oh great. You would pick a um a Republican? Now what the f is wrong with this country? You see what's going on? You see what's happening? The Democratic National Committee and the DLC Democrats are determined to make us repeat 2016. If we run, if the Democratic National Committee forces a dlc democrat on us that at uh, courts republicans that's what they think they're going to get republicans they they they're going to unite the country by by uh making republicans vote for the democrat that's not going to happen you fucking morons again and we we're the ones who have to pay the price all the time we pay the price for this no honey that's not how you're going to win the election. The Democrat if you who runs like a Republican, listen to goddamn Harry Truman. The American people will vote for the genuine article. They're not going to vote for someone because they think he's a, a Republican light. Give me a break. That and definitely we will lose. There is no doubt in my mind we run somebody that that's what he thinks is sanity is no, not fixing the upward immobility and the income disparity is making us a unified country by being Republican light. Now, when in our in any any fantasy that we've ever had, have a Republican ever, ever said that they're going to be like a Democrat? No goddamn way. What is knocking on my door? Oh, why are people knocking on my door? I don't like when people... And it's not even like a knock with purpose. It's sort of like a tap, tap, tap. It's a little creepy, frankly. And I'm not going to answer it at this point. So... It's probably some neighbor. Who knows? Maybe it's a neighbor who, that wants to give me a gift. But I'm sorry. I'm uh, doing a terror buster. They probably, maybe they think I'm in here screaming. <laughs> and I need help or something. Yeah, it could be Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> yes. We need, anyway, we need Bernie now. And we need, because we need, that's how you unify the country. You don't unify the country by pretending you're the most Republican. You're willing to work with a decent Republican. Are you effing nuts? The only reason FDR wasn't elected a fifth time was because he was dead. And here's FDR. I I hope that this is a decent uh, recording. I'm not sure. Let's, let's just. Here's FDR, what he had to say about Republicans.
0: Oh, I rubbed my eyes and I read it. We have been told that it was not a Republican depression, but a Democratic depression, from which this nation was saved in 1933. That this administration, this one, today is responsible for all suffering and misery yeah. that the history books and the american people have always thought had been brought about during the 12 ill-fated years when the republican party was in power
1: the 12 ill-fated years when the republican party was in power and he's not there oh there's some decent republicans who crashed the economy um, why are the Democrats saying, oh, yeah, I can work with these Republicans who lied us into a war that had us on the verge of a second Great Depression, the ones who called Barack Obama everything but a mother's son for the past for, – for the eight years he was in office and then some, the ones who attack the truth, who undermine the pillars of democracy every single day, who kiss asses of dictators – who lie, who have an entire propaganda channel backing them up with lies. Yeah, I can work with them. Could you imagine, God help us, if FDR was something like that? We would never have had the great prosperity. With This country would already be an entrenched oligarchy. There's no doubt in my mind. Oh, well,
0: there's an old and somewhat lugubrious adage which says, never speak of a rope in the house of a man who's been hanged. In the same way, if I were a Republican leader speaking to a uh, mixed audience, the last word in the whole dictionary that I would think of using is that word depression.
1: Exactly. I I hope you can hear that, but he says, I'll just repeat it. Now, there's an old, somewhat lugubrious adage which says, never speak of a rope in the house of a man who's been hanged. In the same way, if I were a Republican leader speaking to a mixed audience, the last word in the whole dictionary that I would use, that I I think I would use, is the word depression. He wasn't like, oh, they got some good people. There's some good people. Over there. They're not all bad. They he never missed the opportunity to tell the American people who was on their side and who they were up against. Who was responsible for their for the hardships. Why these effing Democrats don't follow the, the lead. Of their greatest modern Amer- American president. And it's not Obama. I'm sorry. It's goddamn FDR. And if FDR was alive today, he would smack them with his crutch. God damn it. Unbelievable. Why they don't follow him? Who, his policies still keep millions of Americans out of poverty. They can use him as, as the touchstone Instead of Reagan, whenever they get a goddamn chance, when somebody asks them, who do you, who do you think, oh, well, Ronald Reagan once. I mean, even, it was so annoying to listen to Barack Obama praise Reagan. Are you kidding me? Reagan is the antithesis of FDR, of the New Deal. We're, st- we're living in his policies still, this trickle-down trickle nightmare. The lies, the treason. The the going behind the back of the sitting president to make deals with our enemies for your political gain. That has a long tradition in the Republican Party. But I don't know why these, these Democrats, these weak-ass Democrats, have to, they feel the need to, to kiss ass on Republicans when they, Republicans are the problem. They're the problem. Conservatives, don't walk around saying how Great. Oh, I can walk across, I can uh, reach across the, I want to work with Republicans. And so in order to be considered a serious politician, Joe Biden wants to, uh, uh, as he said in his interview with Tim Russert, oh, uh, you know, what the big bear we got is Medicare. We don't have a problem. We have a greed problem. We don't have a money problem. There's enough here that it's about distribution. Who who has, who, it's about pro- progressive taxation. It's about upward, um, it's about cultivating an upward mobility. You do that deliberately, not because a Republican feels like trickling it, You because you're working across the aisle. What is it, what are they, are they fucking delusional, frankly? How many times do we have to endure this kind of bullshit? And this is why. This is exactly why the Democrats lose elections. People, they're winning now because people are sick of these filthy fascists. Don't They should take a clue. The last thing we need is a Joe Biden talking about working with Republicans, decent Republicans. Are you kidding me? Decent? They voted for Twitter. Are you fucking daft and nuts, old man? What is wrong with you? they voted for a con man they they celebrated when they voted to kick millions of americans off of health care off of off of the little insurance that they had and you're you there's some decent ones which ones the ones that allowed uh, a kavanaugh a crying goddamn drunken moron sexual predator onto the bench because he's a Republican sycophant, he never tried a case, he was never in a courtroom, he's just a loyalist. The ones packing the courts, the ones who said, my proudest moment was when I looked at Obama and said, Mr. President, you will not fill this Supreme Court seat. That one? You're decent Republican? Is that, is that who you're talking about? The ones who are gerrymandering and rigging the system? Who, who they, all across the country, Democrats, we vote for Democrats over a million more votes, but we still have, a, we don't have a majority in the Senate because of gerrymandering. Which ones? Are those the decent ones? Are, the, are those the ones? The ones who, who rigged that system too? What's, what's it going to take? Oh, so, I mean, I am, I, I, can't, I can't even believe it, honestly. That when I saw that, I was like, you must be fucking kidding me. And as you see that, and then to hear Obama and Twitler are tied for most admired men. Are you kidding me? So Joe Biden, you, they're decent Republicans. The the ones who 45% of them say that they admire Twitler. Are those your decent ones? I can't, I, I'm in, I'm in shock. Please. Somebody in Ireland, come get me and take me back to the back to the old country. Unbelievable! What are they talking about? The other thing that was trending on Twitter yesterday, where I was happy to see, it was trending all day. Hashtag President Sanders. Here's what here's what Bernie had to say about his running mate.
2: The former Vice President mused um, about having a Republican vice presidential on his ticket. Is that something good that's good for the party? i
0: worry worried you that you're going to fall on your head and find out that the health care system is not all that she thinks to All right. What, what do you you're think okay? okay?
2: Oh, you got somebody holding you? All right. What, uh, vice, uh, I think it is fair to say that I will not have a Republican as uh, a vice president <laughs> uh, on my ticket as a vice presidential candidate. I will
0: have somebody who shares my views uh, I am not aware of too many Republicans who do.
1: Yes. Hello. Hello. I guess Democrats like DLC Joe, they they don't mind losing elections. They don't care. They really don't mind that we are the least upwardly mobile. They don't it doesn't matter to them that Americans are cutting their diabetes medicine in half and shit like that. He wants us to get up. Get up. We could do anything except that. It's really un-effing believable. A Republican as a running mate? You must be kidding me! And that's how we're gonna win elections. This is what they're saying. This is what they think that we're gonna win. That's ha- by getting Republicans to vote with us. Yeah, we're gonna get. We're gonna woo the Republican Party. There are decent Republicans, you see. I mean, Republican uh, Joe just said it. There are decent Republicans, and he wouldn't mind putting a, a fusion ticket. Give me a fucking break, buddy. We need to crush fascism. You don't meet it halfway when you're in a country that is hanging by a th- with Democracy hanging by a thread, but he is delusional, frankly. He doesn't know. He doesn't see it because he's in it. He's, he's so far in the picture, it's up against his nose. He can't get a view. He is part of the problem. I hate to say it. He's part of the problem. He's, he really is. And you think, it's not just me. Y- young people see it. You think they're going to get out there and be like, no. Oh, gee, I got to vote for this old man who, who, who What? Because he promises nothing will change? He says there are decent Republicans? You're in, you're in fucking la-la land, honey. Decent Republicans? Give me one, just like I've been asking. Give me one policy that Republicans have done. What have Republicans done? Give me a policy. That's why I can't stand these DLC Democrats with their, I can work across the aisle. What are you working on? The Iraq War? the bankruptcy bill the trickle down uh, another cut to the to the top 1% they're the reason why the 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 rich are richer and the working class is the working poor that the middle class is now the 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 working poor there is no middle class you must be kidding the rich got richer this year let's see Here we go. The 2010s were the best decade ever for the world's richest. Bizarre fortunes flourish as world's richest gain 1.2 trillion. Isn't that amazing? But there's not enough. You see, you got to cut shit. You got to cut. You got to cut your Medicare. You got to cut your Social Security. There's just not enough. We're broke. We got no money. We're broke, you see. Poor boobies. The leverage... Here's... Uh, where are we? This is from Fortune. By Tom Metcalf, Jack Witt, and Bloomberg. Bizarre fortunes flourish as the world's richest gain, 1.2 trillion. The leveraging of giant social media presence, a catchy tune about family... Oh, about family of sharks and a burgeoning collection of junkyards are just a few of the curious ways that helped make 2019 a fertile year for fortunes to blossom around the world. Kyle Jenner became the youngest self-made billionaire this year after her company, Kylie, oh, Kylie, sorry, Cosmetics, who gives a shit, signed an exclusive partnership with Alta Beauty, Inc., and then she then sold... A 51% stake for 600 million. It has been almost two months since the Washington Nationals captured the first World Series championship, but people around the world are still singing along to the baseball's team's adopted rallying cry: "Baby Shark, doo 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 do Whatever, who cares? The Korean family that helped popularize the viral earworm are now worth about 125 million. Even car wrecks proved to be a treasure trove. All right, we know this is a whole rolling in on blah, 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 all different stupid shit that people are paying money for. Uh, Leading the 2019 gains was Francis Bernard Arnault, who added 36.6 billion blah, 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 whatever, whatever. All in all, just 52 people on the ranking saw their fortunes decline. Whatever, who cares when it's... New billionaires. I don't know. This is not really the article I wanted to read. It was all this article. I was I was looking for an article that was about the, us, you know. Oh, here's one. The News and Observer, not about some stupid baby shark doo 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 making money. Berkeley economists. Blah, 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 reveals an astonishing, if somehow, unsurprising set of facts. In 2018, with the implementation of the Trump tax cut, for the first time in American history, the richest 400 families paid a lower total effective tax rate. Fucking, are you kidding me? You hear that? For the first time in American effing history, the richest 400 families paid a lower effective tax rate than the bottom 50% of all households. Are you serious? The great 400 last year coughed up 23% of their earnings while the poorest half paid 24.2%. Of course, the top 400 families had more wealth than the bottom 60% of U.S. households combined. So there's an argument that they could perhaps have afforded to pay as much on a percentage basis as their secretaries and sweet sweepers do. Street sweepers, sorry, tongue twister. But President Trump, otherwise known as Twitler, made sure that that didn't happen. This intense dedication to the interests and well-being of the very, very richest is on something of a roll. In 1960, the top 400 households paid an effective total tax rate of 56 percent. By 1980, it had dropped to 47 percent, still more than double what it is today. During the same six-decade period, the figure for the bottom half remained essentially unchanged, presenting a stout version of reverse Robin Hood. As a result, Suez and Zuckerberg, Uh, Suez and Zuckman show I guess these are the people the economists over the last 75 years the US tax code has become radically less progressive well you know you gotta drink those liberal tears drinking progressive tears dumb bastards I'm not you guys the fucking Republicans Trump's claim that his rich folks giveaway would reduce the federal deficit turned out to be a lie now there's a surprise Still, largesse for the country's richest has to be paid for somehow. So, in recent months, the Trump administration has announced that a three-stage series of cuts to the Supplemental Nutritional Access Program, SNAP, commonly known as food stamps, that'll at least help a little. You know, more starving people, you got to get out there and work. The dignity of work. When you're, uh, uh, nothing motivates you like a, Rumbling stomach, right? Kids, especially kids, to learn. This fucking country is sick. Oh well, you gotta have rich. The rich can't pay. They can't pay. They they're the job creators, you see. You know, you you can maybe get a job be, being a manicurist on some to some billionaire's uh hoe. And you're in between driving an Uber. Fucking unbelievable. Where am I? Franklin Roosevelt declared in his second inaugural, the test of our progress is not whether we add more to the abundance of those who have much. It is whether we provide enough for those who have too little. How quaint. As on so many fronts trump and his buddies have literally turned roosevelt's defining ideal on its head he drags us into the slime with him it's really gross this is what we're what we're up against and that's why we need to to vote for to have a democratic nominee who is the antithesis of this Republican kiss up, kick down, I got mine, sucker. Sucks to be you, ideology that is driving the conservatives. They there's nothing to reach across the aisle to. You gonna what are you reaching across the aisle to? Uh, uh immobility, to disparity, to to this shit, cutting snap benefits while you're feeding the rich the rapacious gullets of those who can't who won't stop how much how much more do they want i keep asking that question the fact is they want it all and they don't do it alone they get help by the by the idiots who say i'm i can be a republican too you see what's so fucking appealing about that what is so appealing about a republican what is so appealing about a democrat who courts republicans answer me that all those who say we got to have a moderate give me a break that's what we're up against if we don't get somebody who understands what is going on and is eager and 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 able to fight against it. We're in trouble. We're done. Oh, my God. It's so anxi- ex- anxiety reading What's the word? I don't know. Producing. All right, guys. It is time for whatever it is. Almost time to end 2019. At least it's 2020. And we got to do our best to make sure that the Democratic Party picks the appropriate candidate. And it's not... Joe Biden, and it's not Pete Buttigieg or Amy Klobuchar. They need to fucking take a hike and get go read a book on FDR and come back with a 10-page book report, please, to tell us how you done wrong, how you enabled this kiss-up, kick-down nightmare we're in, this oligarchy that's, that's threatening our, our democracy. I'm going to work with Republicans. I can make a Republican running me. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I don't see anybody right now. But that's him being progressive, saying, oh, I can't see that there's a, a Republican that I would run with now. What are you talking about? There are some decent Republicans? When? Are you going back in time or something? You talking about Eisenhower? I don't know. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We really need to get our asses in gear. It's it's on. We all have to make sure that we have a a candidate that people are gonna vote for, that what will wanna get out and vote for. You Bernie would wipe the floor with Twitter. There is no doubt in my mind. My only doubt is do we believe we deserve it? Cause how much do we have to hate ourselves to keep hitting our heads? Uh, uh, hitting ourselves in the head with a hammer to cure a headache, as they say. And you know where, Jorge. So, you know what I mean? How much? How much? How much do we hate ourselves? Oh, I can work with Republicans. Are we that? Are we delusional? The ones who, who gave us the who crashed the economy twice in a hundred years? Those. The ones who lied us into war, who, who okayed torture, who funneled more money to the top, who had a party when they kicked people off of health care? Those people, the ones who, who, who scream and cry about pre-existing, about Obamacare, but now they're whining, I'll protect your pre-existing condition um, coverage while they're simultaneously in court trying to undo it. Those Republicans are you talking about, Joe? You f- I mean god damn it. Oh my god. All right, guys. I need to relax a little bit before 2020. Thank you for hanging out. Oh Jesus. Take the wheel, right? I'm looking for you. Wait a minute. Where are you? I haven't seen your chats. So, I'm trying to find you, but I can't. Why not? Why can't I find you? I should. Why? How would you know? You don't know. You can't see what I'm looking at. I have all these windows open. And I'm looking for. The. I'm looking for you guys! And I can't find you. Shit. I'm sorry. I wanted to say hi to everyone. Before I. Slipped into unconsciousness. That's what I like doing. That's my favorite part. Just being unconscious. I like being unconscious a little bit. You know, sleeping, I mean. In my dreams, it's nice. You can fly. You can swim. You can meet interesting people. (laughs) You guys are great. Thank you, Jim, Mark, Jorge, Mr. See you there. Okay, Haiku. l e e l E. S. Two fourteen. Robin, Mark, Stephanie, Daniel. Thank you so much. Don't want to miss anybody. Steve G. Mark C. I see you. And Jim. Yes, I said Jim. Yes. Alright, guys. You guys, enjoy the rest of your 2019. If I don't see you by any other day, I'm I'm not going to do a show tomorrow. I'm going to relax. Let's get nice rest tomorrow and get ready to hit the ground running in 2020. We really have to get all in on this. I mean, I live in New York, so... I live in a liberal state. If you're in a red state, if you're in a moderate state, that's where the work really is going to be done. But we are in this together. I will do everything I can to make sure that we have the best possible chance to beat this fascism and to actualize the dreams of our founding ideals. So we stick together, we win. That is another way of saying e pluribus unum, out of many, one. That we pledge our lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other. That is, that's is—that's America. It's not about, I got mine, Jack. It's not about making the rich richer. It's we leave no one behind. That is the patriotic imperative of 2020. So thank you all for... Executive decision. I see you in there in the chat. Thank you guys. Yeah. Too many reruns during the holiday break. That was the other thing I said I should do a show because there's so many reruns. There's a new, here's a new, just getting together. I might, I'll I'll see what happens. Maybe Thursday I'll be able to do a show. I don't know. I'm going to try to do as many as possible so we can build our community and, We'll take it from there. I need you guys, and you do meet me halfway, so I appreciate that. Thank you all for everything that you do to to help help the show grow and get the word out. It's part of how we're going to win. I believe that. I'm not just saying that because it's my show. I like the show. There's other shows, Mike Malloy, Bob Kincaid, the, the liberal media. This is how we're going to win. We have to get the word out. We're in this together. We don't leave anyone behind. And we have we have the corner on truth and, and the American way. We're the patriots. We're, we're the ones fighting for the American ideal, the American way. We don't leave anybody behind with a, with, in ignorance, in stupidity, or in sickness, or on the battlefield, whatever that battlefield is we're in this together. So, we stick together, we win. That is our rallying cry. It is it's going to be the rallying cry for the next for the the new new deal that we need. And that's why I, I really love Bernie. That's what he talks about. Will you fight for someone who's undocumented even if you are native born? Will you fight for someone who has no health insurance even though you have good health insurance or whatever it may be? we're in this together and i there's no there's it's all on the line so get some rest guys <laughs> cuz we're going to need it the fun has only just begun all right happy new year everyone my name is Tara Devlin i will see you very soon